Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, good morning, folks. Here's a look at how markets are setting up for the day. And we are coming off a negative session overnight on Wall Street. So stocks down as investors digested a summary of the Federal Reserve's July meeting, which hinted at potentially higher rates. So looking at Dow Jones Industrial Average, that dropped 180 points, or around 0.5%, to close at 34,766. The S&P 500 lost 0.8% to close at 4,404. And the Nasdaq Composite was the biggest loser, down 1.2% to close at 13,475. Worth noting, it is the second straight losing session for all three major averages. For more insights, we're joined by Cameron Brent. He is the Director of Research at EPFR. Cameron, thanks for joining us on the show again. Not at all. All right, let's start with the overview of markets right now. We did get the FMC minutes coming through, but it does look like there is a bit of momentum, it seems, um, running out of steam. Uh, I think that's a, a fair summary. Uh, until this week, the flows into the uh, mutual funds and we ETFs we track had really been painting a, a picture that suggested uh, a lot of people were willing to buy into the idea of a soft landing for the U.S. Mm. economy. But just in the, sort of the past 10 days or so, uh, we've seen a fairly significant rotation again back to cash. Now, that's not unusual during August. Even in these more connected times, it is, is a month where a lot of people go on holiday and, and don't want to be exposed to anything mm. happening. Um, but, you know, there is, is certainly uh, a sense that it might be a little too early to declare a victory in terms of, of getting the, the Fed pivot that people have been hoping for all, pretty much all year. Yeah, let's talk about uh, that Fed pivot. Uh, so we've been um, looking at inflationary numbers. There's been quite sticky. What are your expectations on what it's likely to do one month from here? Is it expected to stay where it is right now? And for how long will it likely stay? Um, you, know, you know, personally, I think it's likely to stay on hold for a while. Uh, I would be quite surprised if they hike again in September, uh, unless we get some really alarming mm. data coming in uh, over the next five weeks. But I do think that there's a sense that to uh, start cutting uh, too early is inviting more trouble. So um, I wasn't at all surprised by the the sort of uh, very cautious uh, tone of the minutes. Uh, I think the Fed would be unwise to send a message that they think uh, everything is is is. Uh, in a good place and that they can start uh, easing the pressure. Um, but, you know, whether the talk translates into action is obviously the big question. And I think there's an inclination to hold and see mm. uh, how some of the forces that are building pressure on prices uh, in the opposite direction uh, play out. Yeah, it does look like a typical set of uh, meeting minutes, um, some caution and leaving it open for data to steer where it's going. There was one portion where they flagged concerns about commercial real estate. How much of a concern is that for you? 
Um, in some ways, I'm, I'm glad to hear it raised. Um, people have been very forgiving of past issues in recent months. Uh, and I think the nexus of, of regional and even bigger banks here and exposure to commercial real estate uh, is still a risk factor given uh, the recent rate hikes. And as I mentioned, we're definitely seeing strong flows again heading towards uh, liquidity funds, money market funds. Uh, and that, to a certain degree, means low-cost money moving out of uh, mm. uh, retail uh, and regional banks uh, into those funds, which adds to the pressure on them. Uh, again, if those uh, issues materialize, however, uh, that's likely to you know, crimp growth and, 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 and be somewhat deflationary. Um, and I've certainly been seeing both in terms of the U.S. and, and the China, uh, bad news is good news mm. response. We're still seeing very consistent, strong inflows into dedicated China equity funds, despite you know, a raft of numbers that uh, in, in, in other scenarios might really spook the investment community. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in conversation with Cameron Brent. He's the director of research at EPFR. Now, Cameron, you talked about how you are seeing flows to U.S. equity funds being hit. So, could you expand on that? What sort of momentum are you seeing on the front? Because in August, we did get a slew of bad news. We've got ratings downgrade from Fitch. We've got more drama on the political front. Is this just a blip? Is things going to recover of some sorts? Um, and where's money going to? <laughs> So um, flows have certainly been choppy recently. Um, The ratings downgrade, uh, I think, has had less of an impact than um, the drama surrounding Donald Trump, which is forcing people to focus on their possible choices at the next uh, presidential election. Um, But money is still going uh, to some stocks, and, and surprise, surprise, Technology plays, especially ones that offer some exposure to AI and machine Mm. learning, uh, remain very popular. In the coming week, it's looking like of the 11 major sector fund groups, the U.S. sector fund groups that we track, uh, the only ones that will see inflows are technology and telecoms. Okay. When we talk about China, where does it fit in this equation? We've been seeing quite a slew of disappointing data. Is money flowing to China right now? Uh, Money is flowing to China. There has been a surprisingly durable narrative that um, the economic data uh, that we've been seeing really uh, from the second quarter on is going to force policymakers there into much more aggressive stimulus. Um, You know, I think it's fair to say that they're are reluctant to accept this logic, uh, given their desire not to pump up uh, asset bubbles. Um, But that is certainly the market consensus, and and investors are backing that consensus with real money. All right. And looking at where investors are, in some sense, hedging against inflation, typically they go to gold. Is that something you're seeing as well right now? No, as a matter of fact, um, certainly within the universe that we watch, um, the the message is very much that certainly in the context of the U.S. that uh, inflation is on the way down. Uh, Inflation-protected bond funds have only taken in 
uh, fresh money one of the past uh, 52 weeks. Uh, and gold funds, I think, are on a seven- or eight-week losing streak. So, no, uh, I think uh, I think there's a real sense that even though the timing of, 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 the, of inflation getting back to the 2% range may be hmm. a little longer than people hope uh, that, that we are headed there. All right, so let's talk about bonds. What does it mean for investors right now as we see the Fed potentially talk about more rate hikes down the road? How should investors be positioned around bonds right now? Well, I, you know, I think you and I talked a little bit about this last time, but uh, what's been missing from bonds, especially ones issued uh, at the sovereign level for a long time, is yield. Um, and I think it, you know, I certainly feel, and a, a lot of others seem to feel as well, that it's a, it's a pretty good moment to uh, get into sovereign bonds. You lock in. Uh, much higher yields than you've been getting for well over a decade. Uh, And when the pivot comes, you'll likely get some uh, capital gains as well. Certainly seeing more of a risk-off mood uh, in the fixed income space. Um, Redemptions from emerging market bond funds are beginning to trend back up again. uh, And and similar picture in high-yield bond funds. And uh, I guess gravitational move towards longer duration. Yes, yes, people uh, are moving up the up the duration uh, curve at the moment. Uh, again, I think that has to do with a desire to lock in current yields. Mm. Um, you know, we do have a, a big bulge of retirees getting to that point in their lives over here, so. Uh, a chance to get treasuries that kick back 5% or so is very welcome. All right. That's a great overview of how markets have been moving. I've been chatting with Cameron Brent. He is the Director of Research at EPFR. Cameron, thank you for your time today. Not at all. Take care. Take care and stay <laughs> safe. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.